And welcome back to the For Film Sake Podcast, everybody. My name is Brian Urchija, and I'm here with... Chris Lucky. And today we're going to be talking about The Big Lebowski. Yeah, yeah. But before that, you may notice that you're actually seeing us now. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You have the opportunity to see us, if you like. Yes. We, our faces are on display for you. This is our first uh, video version of the podcast. Yeah. Uh, exciting. It's, a, it's an annoying setup. <laughs> for like the first night yeah yeah um but it, 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 i'm excited for it, it look it looks kind of cool it looks like it's working it does it's something different i mean we yeah. needed to change yeah this is true uh 2017 so there's a first uh mm. episode after the year yeah and it's it's a big fucking lebowski and mm. i love the big lebowski yeah it's a fit it's a good it's a good episode it's gonna yes. be a good good episode yeah. but before we get into any of that uh what's the catch-up uh, catch up. Um, what we did this week, uh, biggest highlight of my week, seeing Hannibal Burris. Hannibal. Oh yeah. You yeah. F- how was it? It was really good. It was really good. The uh, the first fifteen minutes of the show, he just completely bashed Charlotte, like he destroyed Charlotte. <laughs> for the first fifteen minutes. Did he talk about the protests and all that shit that talk happened? The, uh, first, he talked about the um, the HB two law. Mm-hmm. He was like destroyed us for that, and then destroyed us for the uh, the All Star game um, being um, sent to uh, to New Orleans now, and us <laughs> losing millions of dollars of revenue and income in the state of North Carolina because of the HB two law. Um, then, then he went into more political stuff, but I mean, it was it was a really good set. Nice. I was like, wow. Uh, you went to see it, and you told me something about him. Like, mm. it, you told me that it was interesting that he's the one black comedian mm. that a lot of black people don't go see. Oh, he's he's, he's one of them. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, he doesn't really uh, make uh, any kind of racial identification jokes. It's just I'm a human. This is my experience in as a human, and <laughs> you know, that's that. This is what's happening. Yeah. He's got a podcast now, which I haven't yes. kept listening. I for, I listened to the first couple of episodes i thought it was pretty neat yeah the uh the handsome rambler it's uh <laughs> it's, it's, it's all right it's pretty yeah. good i guess that's what he does he just mostly rambles yeah. on a microphone yeah but it's fun so hannibal beer is uh is that it yeah for hannibal beers uh sure okay <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say something my brain didn't connect it yeah so i just went like just end it just cut it okay whatever <laughs> i don't know what's happening yeah uh <laughs> <laughs> also i'm dying yeah that's happening okay fucking held carpet cleaner last week i think i talked about this still oh, yeah, got yeah. that going on yeah i'm still upset by it okay so mine for sorry for dying that's what i'm saying what have you been up to besides the, um, uh, the dying thing uh really i've been working and i've been writing i've been writing again uh, yeah. i'm working on my senior thesis prep yeah and uh i have to write a short film mm-hmm. and i already had an idea yep. for it like from like six quarters ago yeah uh so i'm Actually, super excited for it. I, I've wrote and I've wrote, I've written. Yes. Written. I'm a writer. I'm a writer. Yeah. <laughs> I've written ten pages, and I'm like now nearing the end of the thing, and I've got one more draft in me before I, call, I think I call it done, mm. and uh, it should be should be a lot of fun, and I'm super excited for that. And then I watched adaptation. Oh, the yeah. Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage. What do you think about that? So fucking good. That's um, what's the name? Wrote that. Um, Kaufman. Kaufman. Yeah, Charlie, Charlie Kaufman. Kaufman. Hell yeah. Uh, I like the movie was so meta. Mm, yes. <laughs> like yes. it turned into a movie about writing a movie that was writing itself mm-hmm. while in the it's like you're watching it's like what the fuck's happened? <laughs> but it was pretty great and yeah. I fucking loved it. Nice. And uh I think in class the same class we watched adaptation. Mm. Y'all watched adaptation in school? Yeah. Nice. That was a uh, Baker's class. That's yeah. pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, she's pretty great. Whoa. And uh but she she's into experimental film. Mm. Uh, so that's kind of her thing. Okay. So she shows one movie and one experimental film or mm. short film so uh we watched um, a little experimental film called lemon 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 okay it's a 1969 mm. and it's seven minutes and 15 seconds of a fucking lemon on do, screen do, what is it what does the lemon do it's it's a lemon that's that's what it does what's, the, what's where's the uh the, the story arc there's <laughs> <laughs> Lemon. <laughs> Does the lemon transform into an orange at the end? What's happening? I'm sorry, something else. Uh, no, it's a lemon. Okay. It's, a, it's a fucking lemon. Yes. And the dude set it up on a little thing, mm. and then he just put a light on it, and then he slowly moved the fucking light until like it looked like it was the sun was setting or some bullshit. Mm. He just moved the light around the lemon for seven minutes and fifteen seconds, mm. and then at the end he just kind of went like, "Fuck it," and then just backlit the shit out of this lemon. And then it, that's it. That's okay. all that happens. Seven yeah. minutes and 15 seconds. Hmm. And like, I want to bash. Here's my problem with, with experimental art. Mm. I want to bash it 
because I just watched seven minutes and 15 seconds of a fucking lemon. Yeah. But you know what happened? What? I watched seven minutes and 15 seconds you of a fucking it. lemon. You watched it. So like, I can't say anything. Nope. I did. If I had walked out of that at 30 seconds, yep. I could have shit on it. But I watched seven minutes and 15 seconds of a goddamn lemon. You sure did. So if I say anything to that artist, they go, you watched seven minutes and 15 seconds of a fucking lemon you sure did <laughs> so experimental art i guess works yeah. i guess it works yeah uh but like the emotional train that i had while watching this fucking lemon mm. i was kind of like oh okay something should happen now yeah okay nothing's happening what's happening what is this is the line moving what's happening that looks like a nipple now why am i thinking it looks like a nipple yeah am i okay what is this what is this guy fuck this guy what's happening fuck this guy and then that till the end and at the end yeah. she turn on the lights and i went like that was a lemon yeah that was it that was the whole fucking thing okay fuck art <laughs> all right that may be a little strong but yeah <laughs> but yeah that, that does seem like an odd like a lemon type thing but yeah all right i uh i seen the movie split yesterday oh how was that it was really good really yeah you were really, you were really good the one that was gonna shit on it if yeah anybody yeah yeah i got a story to tell about it too oh really yeah oh yeah so um <laughs> So, like, you know, I've been shitting on it. And, you know, if you heard the podcast before, you've heard me shit all over M. Night Shyamalan. And, and rightfully so, as far as I'm concerned. But um, everybody at the school kept telling me, you have to see this movie. You have to see Split. You got to see it. You got to see it. So, I'm like, I'm not going to pay for this, you know. But if I can somehow steal this movie, then <laughs> then I will watch this. All right. right. So, uh, so I, I get home and I, I, I boot up the fire stick and I, I type in Split. And the, the picture comes up for it and everything. You know, the um, the bald guy looking crazy or whatever, like the picture comes up for mm -hmm. us. So I'm like, all right, split. So I start watching it. And about 30, 35 minutes in, I'm like, this isn't shot like anything I've ever seen from Shyamalan. Really? Ever. I mean, it's just like completely different cinematography. I'm like, it, 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 I was thinking, I'm like, he must have just reset everything. Went back to the drawing board, hooked up with some like young, you know, people in their 20s and decided to make something good. And even with within the film, it's um, uh, they have, they have two guys. They uh, they work in a um, at like a video store. You, you, so you can't tell if it's like late '90s, early 2000s. So right. they're, they're selling videos, CDs, and uh, cassettes and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And um, and within it, they have so many movie references because they you know rent out movies all day. Right. So they're just going back and forth on movie references over and over. And you huh. know, like how we watch so many movies, it's like we could do that shit easily. <laughs> <laughs> So sitting there and watching them just do so many movie references with each other was really like cool and clever with it, you know. And I, I guess about an hour into it, I'm still waiting for the horror. You yeah. know, like I'm waiting to get Shyamalan. I'm like, <laughs> you know, because I'm like this, this yeah, because I'm like this is shot so completely different. It's like an independent, like low budget type movie thing. Right. Like it, it, it's it's funny and not in like the the jump out at you funny. I'm like it's doing everything that I want. And there's even like some romantic type things to it. Huh. So um, so then I, I start to look it up. I'm like, why why does this? Where's the horror? Where when am I going to get Shyamalan? Fifteen minutes before the movie's over, still haven't got Shyamalan, but I'm still enjoying the movie. So I look up. The movie split, yeah. and then I'm like, who are the main characters? And then it's a girl named Casey, the main character in there. There's a girl named Casey, main character Mon, blonde white girl. Right. So I'm like, I have to be watching the right thing. And then <laughs> the movie ends. The movie ends. Oh, and, and within this movie, there's a huge thing about the Big Lebowski. They go to the Lebowski bowling tournament, and oh. everybody is dressed in different Big Lebowski characters. That's fucking. And awesome. I was like, holy shit! How I just happened to watch this movie right before the Big Lebowski, <laughs> and it's doing all these references about the dude it. Dude abides, man. <laughs> dude does abide. <laughs> But um the uh, the movie ended and then I was like this wasn't scary at all was it like was were all those trailers like he was this was that the Shyamalan where he throws all these trailers and then you see the movie and it's not any of those trailers it's something else I'm like that must have been the Shyamalan so then I continued to go online I realized there were two movies <laughs> called Split that came out in 2016. <laughs> One is a, a romantic comedy about a, a woman that does podcasts and she gets interested in a bowler that works at a video game store. And another one is the M. Night Shyamalan <laughs> psycho movie. I did not see the M. Night Shyamalan movie. But I really did enjoy the romantic comedy split Wait, about so the podcast bowler. Wait, so you didn't see split the Shyamalan movie? I did not. Nope. That might be why you liked it. Yes. <laughs> no, the movie I seen was about a a uh, a lady podcaster who falls in love with a uh, a bowler who work, works at a video game store. You fucking see what he did there? <laughs> he fucking played you. He Shyamalan you. Yeah, you. Everybody got Shyamalan. <laughs> yeah. You got Shyamalan. 
That's know? fucking great. I that's happened to me before where I watch a movie thinking I'm watching another movie. Yeah. That's I always feel really dumb when that happens to me. Mm. And the times it happened to me, I, I keep it to myself because mm. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> no, no, no. no I fuck. There's two movies named Split that came out in 2016. Yes. How did a lawyer not get involved in any of these? I mean, it, it's the thing is, is like they they're both justifiably named Split. One is about split personalities, and one is about bowling. And I, you know, <laughs> so Split. <laughs> I was just like. <laughs> I was just like, I, I just, I feel like I shamalon myself, <laughs> you know, and like I was even tweeting last night, I was like, I'm like an hour in, I'm like, yo, I haven't never seen a Shyamalan movie like this, <laughs> like, this is weird. <laughs> yeah. That is fucking awesome. But I, I enjoyed I'm glad, the movie I'm glad you I enjoyed Split. I did, yeah, I very much did. It's pretty good. I'm yeah. like, I'm to give it a go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's cool. That's, that's fucking funny. Yeah. Fucking Shyamalan. Hmm. I mean, people say that Shyamalan, that this move, the actual Shyamalan movie is pretty good. Mm. So I'm going to give it a, a shot eventually. I just don't want to pay for it either. Yeah, I'm not going to do it's that. Just, no, I'm not going to be doing that. I have a, I've been playing Magic a mm. lot. Magic the Gathering. Yes. Uh, I fucking love that game. So goddamn much. Hmm. I, like, I was looking for a hobby that wasn't video or photography related mm. for the longest time. Yeah. And I think I found it. I think it's Magic. Okay. Because... It's just, it's a fun, it's it like you sit on a table with someone mm-hmm. and you look someone in the eye and the goal is, I'm going to fuck you up. Yes. <laughs> and that's it. I like that. That is the only goal of the game. They have 20 health points mm-hmm. and you have 20 health points and yes. whoever goes down to zero gets fucked. That's it. See, I like stuff like that because I'm competitive yeah. and it, it doesn't, the competition doesn't matter when the other person doesn't care that much. Right. <laughs> you know, like, like, so, so it's like, and I, and I see when you, when you guys are playing magic, like yeah. it seems like the people that are playing, even though it seems like very casual, yeah. it feels like both people really want to win. Oh, we, we <laughs> you definitely know? really want to win. Yeah. Uh, I, I lost my voice for two days because mm-hmm. I got too excited playing magic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's how much we want to win. Nice. It's fucking fun, especially because the cards work together. Mm-hmm. So like, Jordan, well, a friend of mine, has a really big fuck you deck. Jordan LeBron? Uh, <laughs> yes, LeBron. I, lo- I, lo- I, lo- I love the fact that his name is Jordan LeBron. <laughs> no, not LeBron. You, you know that's his name, right? Yeah, the I person forgot. I'm talking about. Yeah. I forgot. <laughs> no, no, that wasn't a joke. I thought that you were serious. making a stupid joke. I was not making a stupid joke. And immediately his name is a stupid joke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. You got, you got to listen to the podcast uh, to hear that, Jordan. Sorry, bro. No, no really. uh, yeah. Crockett, Jordan Crockett. Oh, right, okay. uh, right. yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant like the basketball. It's like, nope. what the fuck nope. is this? His What's... name is literally Jordan, Jordan LeBron. LeBron. This is true. Yes. Um, fuck, whatever. <laughs> uh, Jordan Crockett playing with him. He has a big fuck you deck mm-hmm. whose only purpose is to just like make you feel shitty about playing Magic. Oh, wow. It's the only thing that deck does. I got to meet this guy. He like takes your land and you use your land to pay for your card. Yeah. So he attacks you and he makes you kill them. Or he attacks you and he just takes them for himself like nice. an asshole. And he has like big fuck you creatures that have like 12 power. Hmm. And like you're, you start with 20. <laughs> Yeah. And he gains life. and you, you, That's the thing about the game. You can gain life and, and take life away from your opponent. So you can finish the game with more than you started. Yeah. It's just a big sort of back and forth. And it's like it's it's really like fuck you in a card game. That's that, what it is. That sounds pretty fun. And I fucking love it. Every second of it. <laughs> and so now I'm building my own big cancer fuck you deck. Nice. To fight against Jordan's deck. Okay. So that's what I've been it's just obsessed with that shit now. It's fucking great. Sounds fun enough. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's great. Uh, I'm looking forward to the uh, the poker game. We're gonna play some poker here we're soon. Play some goddamn poker. I cannot wait for that. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for that shit too. Hell yeah. Uh, I I'm not particularly good at poker. Mm-hmm. I'm just particularly good at knowing when to play a hand. Oh yeah, that's that's important. Um, but I I don't think I'm good at lying at poker, at bluffing. Eh, it won't matter so much. I mean, if you get a couple good hands early early on, it doesn't yeah. matter. Uh, I poker's fun, man. People yes. that don't give poker a chance, you're missing out. Dude. It is very fun. That shit's great. Yes. There's something. <laughs> Something fun about just like looking someone in the eye and going like that money that you just put that's, mine. That's my money. Mine now. That's mine. Thank you. I get to eat tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's great. <laughs> Anything else happening on your side? Uh, not really. Kind of a slow week. I mean, most of the time is you know just getting ready for the trip next month. Not much. All right, you're going to Africa. Yeah. Forgot about that shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it should be fun. I hope so. I I've been wanting to travel lately. Like mm. I've had the the entire. We're, we're reading about Trump. Mm. And like I have the news app, I installed it yeah. for these elections on my phone. I yeah. activated it, and now every like ten minutes, I get notifications. And like, like out of mm. ten posts, ten yeah. notifications that I get, mm. seven are from Trump. Mm. And out of those seven, five made me go like, ugh, 
No. <laughs> no. It's awful. No. Like, I'll, I'll get notification from the Care Bears. Like, I'm fine with that because every, every notification is going to be something happy and, and pleasant, you know, positive. Like, if I'm being notified by Trump, it's just going to put me in a bad mood. Every time yeah. my phone goes off, it's like, fuck. It's, it's fuck, awful. Fuck. Like, no. No. <laughs> It's uh, we're gonna have to deal with that for the next four years, but you know, we'll we'll take mm. care, we'll make it through definitely will. somehow. Shit's fucked up, yeah. yeah. Shit's fucked up. That's a good song, mm. anyway. We are going to uh, <laughs> we're gonna cut and we're gonna go to the little musical thing that we usually do, yeah, yeah, and uh, when then we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about the big Lebowski, the big Lebowski, the big fucking Lebowski. Shut the fuck up, Donnie. <laughs> You're out of your element. <laughs> Someone, my favorite video that I saw during Trump's campaign mm. was uh, Donald Trump saying something on stage mm. and then someone cutting to a clip of Walter saying, shut the fuck up, Donnie. <laughs> Out of your fucking mouth. <laughs> anyway, we'll be right back and we'll talk about the Big Lebowski. <laughs> And we're back. Welcome back to the First Film State Podcast, people. We are going to start talking about the Big Lebowski. Yeah. Uh, the Big Lebowski uh, came out in 1998, has a runtime of 118 minutes, rated R. Uh, the genre is a comedy and is certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes at 81%. Uh, the story is the dude Lebowski, mistaken for the millionaire Lebowski, seeks restitution for his ruined rug and enli- enlists his bowling buddies to help get it. Uh, the directors were Joel and uh, Ethan Cohen, the Cohen brothers, uh, the writers of the Cohen brothers. Uh, stars Jeff Bridges, John Goodman, Julianne Moore, Steve Buscemi, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Tara Reid, and John Turturro. <laughs> Can I? Just, that's probably one of like my favorite synopsis of a movie. Mm. The dude seeks restitution re- yeah. for his ruined rug, mm-hmm. and it, this is one of those movies that I like to think that n- nothing in this movie really matters. Nothing actually happens. Okay. Apart from. Obviously, spoilers, by the way, 1998 movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Donnie dying. Mm. Like, nothing really big happens. Shit just happens yeah, to the dude. Something small happens. Like, yeah. a small pinky toe gets cut off <laughs> of someone. Yeah. From one of the nihilists. But. It's just like, the, 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 someone goes into the dude's house, fucking bashes his head on the toilet. Oh, let's start it. Yeah. yeah right. let's, from, let's start from, from the top. All right. Uh, someone, the movie starts with Jeff Bridges just chilling at his place. Someone mm. kicks the door down. Mm. And they like, where's the money, Lebowski? Where's the money, Lebowski? And just fucking splashing his head on the toilet water. And immediately we get a tone for who the dude is. I love the Coen brothers' writing style. Mm -hmm. Because the first thing that a character says, you immediately know what kind of character they are. Mm -hmm. And it's like, after they dunk him a couple times, it's like, where's the money, Lebowski? And he's like, I don't know, maybe it's in there. Let me take another look. (laughs) (laughs) Immediately, you know, the dude is a guy that doesn't really give a shit. He takes whatever is happening on stride. Mm -hmm. He's just a calm fucking dude. Someone broke into his house. He's not pissed off. Yeah, they they talk about him uh, before the movie starts. It was like uh, he's the laziest person in Los Angeles, <laughs> and 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 by and by that he may be one of the laziest people in the entire world, <laughs> the population of Los Angeles. And then you get into that, it's yeah, he's he's hilarious. So you got you got the first two guys breaking into the house yep. and uh, dunking him into the uh, the toilet, and they're looking for um. What is it? So bon- Bonnie, apparently Bonnie Lebowski, the uh, the wife of the Lebowski they're looking for, right. has been spending money and owes money to people all across town. And now that we have two uh, goons here to recover the money. <laughs> <laughs> um, as and soon they soon find out that they're um, they're trying to rob a millionaire or, or collect from a millionaire, and they're like, "Dude, look look at my fucking house! Like, does it look like I'm married? Do I have a ring on my finger? Does it look like a woman lives here? The fucking toilet seat is up." <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> And then the dude, the dude immediately starts peeing on his uh, on his rug. Yeah. It's like what the fuck. But like, what I love about the dude is just that the the Asian guy starts peeing on his rug, and he's just like, dude, don't, don't, yeah. dude, don't pee on the rug, man. Yes, yes. <laughs> he's just so like nothing really. Like even when stuff bothers him, he's just kind of like. Fuck, I gotta deal with that now. And man. the first time you get introduced to John Goodman, the same thing, how you get to f- figure out what kind of character this is. So so it's not about the Chinaman that peed on your rug. <laughs> it's like, you know, I don't I don't think that's the correct nomenclature. <laughs> I think it's gonna be Asian. <laughs> but the same character says yes. that. The exact same Some bipolar ass motherfucker, John yep. Goodman. John Goodman is uh, as much as I love Jeff Bridge in this movie, mm-hmm. I think John Goodman is the best performance in this movie. Mm-hmm. I think John Goodman as Walter just makes me laugh every single time. Just yes. quotable motherfucker. He steals the movie from me. It's it's so good. And like yeah. 
for me, he's on par with Jeff Bridges. Like, if, if either of those, those two people, actors, went there, yeah. it wouldn't be nearly as good a movie. No, definitely not. It's not so <laughs> fucking great. Uh, but, yeah, it, like, immediately, and Donnie's just kind of there. Yeah. Donnie never... So he's always out of the, out of touch with the conversation. It's always bowling, and like yeah. poor Walter just treats him like shit mm-hmm. <laughs> the whole time. It was like he was um they they were talking about something. It was like, uh, did you hear the dude's story? He was like, no, I was I, I was bowling. <laughs> it was like you're out of your fucking element, Donnie. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you're like a fucking kid that just wanders into a movie and is asking what it's about. Shut the fuck up, Donnie. <laughs> There's a. The, the Coen brothers are like, I, I think what the Coen brothers are really, really good at mm. is, is writing and shooting singles. Okay. Uh, that, that's, that's what makes this movie super great for me. All right. The dialogue sort of flows in itself and every character has their own voice. Mm. And you can tell what's going on. I've been writing a lot, so this is also coming from that. Mm-hmm. But like a lot, in a lot of movies, you watch a movie and the characters feel like one voice. Yes. Just saying different shit for mm-hmm. different needs. But in this movie, you can definitely tell that every character wants something for themselves. Yes. And how they talk is how they plan to get it. Mm-hmm. So, like, the dude just wants a fucking rug mm-hmm. and to be comfortable. Yeah. And you can sort of feel that through everything he's going through. Like, even when the situation gets really out of hand. Yeah. He's just like, I just, I just want a rug. I just want my rug. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is really great for writing. And I think the Coen brothers are really great at that. We saw that in Barton Fink, mm-hmm. too. It's a mm-hmm. little more disguised there, but we saw it in the... What's the... Huckleberry... Huckleberry Proxy. Huckstucker Proxy. Mm-hmm. Uh... Huckleberry. Huckleberry fan. <laughs> Tom Sawyer. Uh, we saw it in there too. So I, I just think that that's what they excel at. They excel at making characters mm. feel vibrant. And by and shooting them with a background, mm. uh, they shoot a lot of singles. Mm. So the, like the first time that you usually see a character in their background, you can kind of tell what they're about. Mm. You can kind of see them. And, and and I think that's really interesting for me as a filmmaker, just mm. to see how even when it's like funny movie, simply shot, nothing really complicated. Mm. You can really still get away with doing some really crafty things yes. to tell your story. Yes, and I think the Coen Brothers like like are perfect examples of that. I mean, you know, they're they're my favorite directors. Uh, reason being, like my number one thing for them that I feel like separates them from everybody is lighting. Yeah. Their lighting. I mean, we even seen in um, what's the one? Uh, uh, Barton Fink. Barton Fink. Some of the lighting in there, like we were, uh, we actually were taking a lighting class at the time and uh, seeing how you uh, can manipulate a light to uh, to to seem like it's fire. Mm-hmm. And if you look at every single uh, Corn Brothers movie, that separates them like tenfold. What's the uh, the one with the uh, the cat? Um, Lewin, Lewin Inside Davis. Lewin Inside Lewin Davis. Lewin I haven't Davis. seen that one yet. Oh, she she had the lighting in that soup phenomenal. Um, but they, I, don't, I wish I would have brought a picture of this shit, but you'll probably remember this. All right. Yeah. So the first time that um, that he goes and, and meets the big Lebowski. Yeah. And um, so Philip Seymour Hoffman is showing him around the, the mansion or whatever. And they're mm-hmm. looking at all the plaques on the wall. Oh, I can make like hand motions now because they can naturally see. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, you know. Oh, God. Hold on. And whenever I do like my song and dance. And yeah, I'm doing yeah. This people shit, can see like, you They now. can see me doing that shit now. Yes. All right. <laughs> I got excited. I did. Right. So, <laughs> so they're um they're they're looking at, on the things on the wall, and then the big Lebowski finally comes out, and he's sitting at his desk, mm-hmm. and they they um they're, they're just showing him, and they're showing the window, but the lighting on the big Lebo- on, on the Lebowski isn't just super bright and lit. You know yeah. the the you know the windows behind him. Mm-hmm. When you put the camera on uh, on Jeff Bridges, then you see he's sitting directly in front of the window. I mean, it's just their lighting is it is, and lighting's one of those things that's pretty invisible. Yes, for to most people. Yes. Uh, and but you're right. I, yeah. I didn't even think about it because I I focus more on the writing and yeah. character interactions. Yeah. But the lighting is fucking phenomenal. Oh yeah. And, and the way that, like even and they have a lot of fire in their yes. movies, always, which yeah. is interesting. Yeah. Um. But even like the night shots look amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, just they know what they're doing Definitely. when it comes to, like the cinematic look. Mm-hmm. They're they're fucking awesome. Yes. Even No Country for Old Men is my favorite example mm-hmm. of, like how the Coen Brothers can make a cinematic movie. Yes. And it's fine. That seems redundant, but it makes sense. Cinematic movie. Yeah. Uh, whatever. <laughs> um, I think. God, there's so many. There's so many things about this movie. The fact that just, I like this movie because it reminds me that comedy doesn't have to be up in your face mm-hmm. to be funny. Like comedy can be really subtle, and I think the body language and and, and the dude and Jeff Bridges' character is the funniest thing about this he embodied movie. that he yeah, definitely he embodied it i like how he corrected anyone who tried to call him anything other than the dude <laughs> yeah you got the uh, first dorito yeah his first interaction he was like let, let me explain something to you um i'm not mr lebowski you're mr lebowski i'm the dude so that's what you call me you know that or his dudeness or uh duder or el dudorino <laughs> if you're not into the whole brevity thing <laughs> 
but, but this is one of those movies that like I keep saying it, but like the writing would have not would not have worked had it not been Jeff Bridges. It, it really would not have. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know about that. No, no, right. I, <laughs> a lot of good actors in the world. There's a lot of good actors, but I, 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 there's if there's a role that I think he did, could, he did phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, I can't see anybody else playing the dude. It would be hard to see. Yeah. yeah, that would be very difficult. Yeah. Like th- that movie immediately has like a no remake. Yes. yes. <laughs> policy on it. Very no one's much. gonna touch it. No, they shouldn't. They better not. <laughs> <laughs> what was what was the your favorite bit of the movie? Ah, favorite bit of the movie. I think it was just um, ah, what's what's my guy and John John Goodman. Um, it's just John Goodman thinking that he knows what's going on, <laughs> and he does, but he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like he's an arrogant piece of shit. But it's like, but he's right. But it doesn't matter that he's right. You know, like right. none of the shit matters. But he's like, um, he was like, man, I, I can tell you right now, they're a bunch of fucking amateurs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so they're saying that they sent you the toe. They sent you the toe. No, you can get a toe at any time. You know what? I can get you a toe right now by three o'clock. <laughs> I can get you a toe. It doesn't matter. It's like they're just fucking with you. I'm telling you, they're a bunch of fucking amateurs. You know. And um, another scene, they're uh, they're in the car. He was like, <laughs> he was like, move over. I'm driving. Here's the ringer. He was like, what the fuck? The ringer. <laughs> opens it up he was like yeah it's all my underwear all white <laughs> he was like the white so it was like he intends on throwing all of his underwear over keeping the briefcase filled with a million dollars and it's just like oh, I'm like, have you thought this out at all like no, like, no, no you did not think this out and uh, what? he put out a fucking Uzi with him <laughs> yes. he jumps out of the car the Uzi hits the ground it, it shoots up the car and the tire and this this car has been through a lot you know it, that's my favorite running joke in the movie yeah, just the car the car <laughs> The, um, the car it goes through so much but the dude was like Walter I love you but sooner or later you're gonna have to face the fact that you're a goddamn moron <laughs> and, uh, another scene where um, the dude he um, he finally walks home you know mm-hmm. when um, when the car gets stolen so I mean yeah. we, we've gone through the car getting shot up from the the, the, uh, the gun it <laughs> crashing into a pole there then uh, going back to the bowling alley and then getting the car stole you know yeah. from this point so, and, um, and they think that the briefcase is in the car that's the been car. stolen. Yeah. So um, he, he immediately, he goes home, he walks home, and he calls the police. And the police are asking him, you know, describe the car. And he's just, like, describing the worst piece of shit vehicle. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of brown and, like, green rust. It's and, green uh, with a rust coloration. <laughs> yeah. It was, like, um, anything of, of value inside of the car. It was, like, um, like some work paperwork and um, my, my creed tape, my, my credence tape. And, you know, it was, like, well, it was, like, all right, well, what, what, what do you do for work? And it was, like, well, I'm, I'm unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> was like, my briefcase what's in it just yeah. papers business papers yeah papers yeah what, what do you do i want to play it was like uh and also i like to file a report for for my rug my rug was stolen so, oh the, the rug was in the car no, no 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 it was a completely separate incident and it was like oh separate incident and then the phone rings yeah. and it's uh it's mod the the daughter of the big lebowski and she was like nope i stole well she says i stole your rug but it was like she actually just took her own rug back yeah. that he stole from the big lebowski the actual lebowski you know so and the police like whoop I guess that settled itself you know, yep. don't worry about that case close on that one yeah but, but uh, what, what I love so he finally when he does get the car and we'll get to the big part in the middle of you right. know of that but when he finally does get the car he gets in there and um, the first thing that he cares about well the police officer was like no we have two other detectives look on the case yeah they'll find your piece of shit whatever's inside the car <laughs> but, but all of that fades away like the million dollars that he could have had inside the briefcase the woman that he's looking for like all these other things completely fades away and the first thing he does, he's like, holy shit, my Credence Clearwater ta- revival tape is still in the car. And that's what he listens to, puts it in. Dude, looking out my back door. And he's sitting there smoking a joint, drinking, drinking a, beer. a beer. Yeah, and just completely. All driving. Yes, go, just goes back to being the dude. Yeah. You know, it's like as if nothing had happened, none of that matters. The car wasn't stolen, none of that, it doesn't matter. You know, like he, he was, I, I just like his laissez-faire attitude. With it, it, it really is great. I, I think. <laughs> Yeah, no, the last of I added to do this just so fucking fun through yeah. the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. Like my I have my favorite bit of the movie, uh are are with Walter when he goes to the kid that stole the car. Oh, that yeah. stole the car. Yeah. I can do that now. Yes. Fuck yeah. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Thank you. Fourth wall breaking motherfucker. Yeah. I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> but uh <laughs> when they go to the kid's house mm-hmm. and it's just like <laughs> Walter's like in a suit, yeah. the dude's wearing so wearing his fucking robe, yep. not giving a shit. And they walk into this house, and it's this old writer 
from like an old television show yes. that they were fans of. Yes. And he's in a fucking iron lung. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and Walter just walks into the room going like, does he still, does he still write? Oh, no, no. He, he has health issues. <laughs> like, oh, clearly. Like, what do you still write? <laughs> Start saying like how big of a fan he is to a dude that's clearly not conscious. Yeah. And like, whatever, that happens. And then they interrogate this kid about where the million dollars mm -hmm. are. And he just goes, it doesn't work out. He gets angry. This is what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass, Larry. Yeah. This is what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass. And he just picks up a crowbar and just starts wrecking yes. a Corvette. Yes. That's <laughs> in the front porch. Is, is, is this your homework, Larry? We know it's this. Hold on, hold on. Is this your homework, Larry? <laughs> is this your homework? We know it's this fucking homework. <laughs> <laughs> To show you what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass. <laughs> just rigs the shit out of that car. This wasn't even the kid's car. No. <laughs> it was like some stupid neighbor. Then the, the neighbor comes out, takes the crowbar from him. He was like, oh, you destroy my car? I'm going to destroy your car. So then he immediately goes over it. And my favorite thing about it is Donnie's still sitting in the car. <laughs> the guy just still in the car. The guy comes up bashing up the car. Donnie jumps out just like, fuck. It's just like he's continuously being in situations like what the fuck is happening yes <laughs> fucking donnie i, I love when the um they're at, seeing like a play or or something and um Do, him donnie and um and lebowski uh or dude um what's what's john what's his character's name john goodman's character's uh, name walter walter yep. walter the dude and uh and donnie they're all sitting at like a play or something like that and um it's they're a dance recital from <laughs> dance recital that's what it is from the dude's <laughs> landlord <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> So they're uh, they're trying to coordinate how they're uh, they're gonna do this with the money and the drop off and all this other stuff or whatever, and um and they're letting most like yeah we're gonna go to this location and it's gonna be right by the uh right by the in and out and then Donnie's like yeah they got some really good fucking burgers like shut the fuck up Donnie <laughs> I'm just saying it's gonna be right by the in and out <laughs> and then Walter keeps talking and then goes like and we'll be right, right by in the in and out because <laughs> you know he wants in and out just as much <laughs> as Donnie does. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, no, I did not go to Nam for this. I didn't go to Nam. He was like, he's bringing up Nam all the, all time. the fucking time. Oh, another another really good highlight was um, I can't remember the guy's name. They call him like Smoke or um, something. Guy with long hair, uh, gr long grayish uh, hair. Um. He um he steps over the line and it was like marking an eight. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, no, you stepped over the line as a zero. <laughs> no, fuck it, marking an eight. It, it was over the line. <laughs> it was like, dude, that's your friend. Like, yeah, it was like, no, I mean this this is tournament rules. If it wasn't the tournament, it'd be different. But this is tournament rules. Rules are rules. So I'm marking it zero. He was like, I'm marking an eight myself. He other goes out, gets the gun. He was like, you're entering a world of pain. If you mark that an eight, you're entering yourself in a world of pain. <laughs> he says that three times in the movie. Yes. <laughs> you're entering a world of pain, son. Yes. And it was like, as soon as the guy walks off, they mark it a zero. He puts the gun back and it was just like, hey, I don't want to be a dick. You know, it's just like, it's tournament rules, rules are rules. You know, but then it's like, what's so contradictory about his behavior is later on, the, the dude gets a phone call and there was like, um, yes, we, we got it. Oh, and you know, when they're walking out, um, the dude was like, why, why did you do that? Like, he's a pacifist. You know, it's like he wasn't going to do anything. Like, you could have just yelled at him and it would have been where he pulled a gun out on a pacifist. Why would you do that? You know? But anyway, um... So, so the, um, the dude is home and he gets a, call, a phone call and he's saying, uh, yeah, we we, uh, we got word that uh, the one of the team members on your bowling team uh, brandished a, a firearm <laughs> yeah. uh, in the middle of a tournament. And if that if that's the case, then you guys will be disqualified from the tournament, yada, yada, yada. You know, so I'm just like, yeah, it was like rules are rules, rules. So I can't give you this eight because you stepped over the line, but oh, I can break the rules <laughs> myself. I a fucking handgun. I, I, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that, my, my favorite part about that scene is that at the end of that. They uh they exit the bowling alley mm -hmm. and the cups are coming but they're in their car yes <laughs> and they don't the give a shit no. they're just hanging out there talking yeah it's like am I wrong am I wrong <laughs> no you're not wrong you're just an asshole. <laughs> 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 the, the, it's, it's funny the same thing happens similarly um, where they're inside of a, a different bar and it's just those two and they're having this big discussion it's when uh, the toe the toe situation was yeah. talking about they're a bunch of fucking amateurs and he's getting riled up he <laughs> was like um, as far as I'm concerned it seems like a series of events without any um Without consequence, he was like, "What? About, what about the toe? Forget about the fucking toe!" <laughs> you know, it's like yelling. And the lady's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna have to ask you guys to leave." And, you know, and he's getting all pissed off. He was like, "No, I didn't. I didn't go to Nam. You know, tell me, I'm just enjoying my coffee. I'm just gonna enjoy my coffee." Him, and, and like the dude leaves, and he's just like, "Oh, like coffee and puffs." Yep. He's like, I'm like, "Finish my fucking coffee." Finish my fucking enjoying my coffee. <laughs> you know? And he's like, same thing. Like police could have just been right there on the way there, and he's just like, "Yeah, we're not giving a shit. Just don't care." Uh, I think the only other interesting thing that I found about this movie is that even though the characters exist 
for the purpose of the movie. Mm. Uh, the little jokes like that, like Walter bringing up Vietnam, mm. the Jewish thing with his wife. Mm. Uh, Donnie doesn't really get anything for Donnie. But, like, you can see the backstories of these characters. You can see, like, they bring up, they bring up like, the stories of these characters through the jokes. Mm. So, like, Walter keeps bringing up Nam. The Big Lebowski keeps bringing up how rich he is. Mm. Turns out he isn't rich. Yeah. Uh, Maude keeps bringing up her feminist thing mm. about the word vaginal. Yes. Uh, so, like... You get a you get a sense of the characters through the jokes that the movie's playing mm-hmm. you, so you feel like you're learning something while laughing at it, and it's just like fun the whole way. Yeah, like I I, I think every punchline of the movie was funny to me. I, I liked all the callbacks, especially yeah. in like the dream sequences. So you have you have uh, one dream sequence where um, let's see which one is this? This one where he goes to I can't think of the guy's name. Uh, um, Jackie. Jackie something. Yeah, Jackie yeah. Tree. Something. Jackie Torrance. Jackie Torrance. Sure. Yeah. All right. So he, go, he goes over there and uh, he eventually gets drugged. They put something inside of his um, his drink. And this guy is drinking at every occasion that he can. <laughs> hey, you want a cocktail? Want a drink? Uh, let me get a white Russian. Let me get a Caucasian. Let me, you know, he's always drinking, you know. <laughs> you make a hell of a Caucasian. Dunk. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so um, so he, he takes his second drink and the uh, the guy's wanting to know about where, where his money's at. He's looking for, for Bonnie or Bunny. Was it Bunny? Bunny. Or Bunny. Yeah, yeah Bunny. Uh, he's looking for Bunny as well to, get, to recoup some of his money. And uh, he finally tells him, was like yeah it's like at a 13 year old or 15 year old's house he has some money he was like it's some kind of fucking joke <laughs> you know? so um he realized that he's just been drugged and then you go into a complete like hallucinogen dream sequence and they do so many recalls in it um first one I, like i really like was um when he's when he's inside mod's house and he's going through the record collection mm-hmm. and he's talking about the the nihilists and how they care about nothing and it was like yeah they're a bunch of fucking phonies like they they had they released an album back in a couple of years ago <laughs> and then he looks at the album and they're like all wearing red and yada yada and then you go to his dream sequence and then they're all wearing red and coming after him the uh, the paintings that she does she says she does very um vaginal vagina type of artwork and stuff right. but one of the pieces of artwork that she has is um it's to it's to the camera right of Lebowski when he walks into her place it's a pair of scissors mm-hmm. it's just a you know a picture of scissors and within that dream sequence he's being chased around by, by, by guys with scissors. scissors you know trying to cut off his Johnson to cut <laughs> off his dick you know within this feminist um, type of world and uh, other things that are that are brought up you know just the uh, his love of bowling mm-hmm. and his never ending love of bowling uh, mixed with uh, women in there as well uh, one of my favorite shots is the uh, the bowling where um, they, they, they roll the bowling ball down the lane and it's as if uh, Lebowski is now inside of the bowling ball right. from his perspective now you only get to see something when the hole is facing light yeah. <laughs> you know so I mean I was like these guys with their camera work is like anybody could have made just any kind of funny kind of stoner yeah. dreamy type of movie but these guys like are technical technically brilliant yeah, <laughs> what they absolutely. did here you know uh, it, it, was, it was really nice I, uh, my my favorite tidbit about that whole dream sequence mm. was that when he was on set, the woman glued wigs mm. to the underwear. Yeah. And so when he went down the <laughs> down the rail for the first time, he mm. like freaked out. I was like, "What the Look fuck's the fu- happening?" Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, she, oh, go ahead. I was the only thing that I'm kind of confused about. Why would she want the kid of someone that shares the same name as her? Because uh, he's not gonna be a dad. He's not really going to be in a relationship no, with him. You know, it doesn't but, matter. I mean, but it's, it's, you know what I'm saying? Like, with my name's being Christopher Lucky, then I find another woman with the same name, no relation. You know, I could find anybody, you know, that's a loser that doesn't have the same name as me. You know? Yeah. It just, it just seems kind of weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you decided to have a child with somebody that has the exact same name as you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, then we just have it's just is that two a no- last names. That's a normal thing? You think, I, no, but it doesn't bother me. I don't know. I never thought about it. I didn't have time to form an emotional reaction to this. No. Oh, yeah, because like her, her name is Lebowski. My name is Lebowski. Yeah. Let's have a kid. It was like that, that right there was the just kid's like. kid's going to be whatever Lebowski. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, I just never. That's it's going to be whatever Lebowski squared. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah, he's not going to be in the picture whatsoever. You know, it was just an odd thing. It was like of all the people that you could, like, you, he's just a, a loser, but he has nothing really to his name. Mm-hmm. She asked him about, um, she asked him about, like, what has he done in his life? And he was like, uh, yeah, I was in the music business for a little while. She approached him, was like, oh, yeah, really? Yeah. She was like, yeah, yeah, I was, I was a roadie. <laughs> I was a, from, Metallica. from Metallica. I was a roadie. She was like, oh. <laughs> And it's like, the, yeah. uh, interesting, like this Lebowski was based on a real dude that did mm. all of the actual things that mm. he said in that scene. Mm. I haven't read up on the real dude, mm. um, but I, I just think that it's so cool that a person that did all of that shit exists. <laughs> to an extent, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, they throw... I know, mean, yeah, they're fictionalizing yeah. the shit yeah, out of the yeah. story, but I just think it's cool yeah. that that person 
Potentially. Yes. <laughs> that is very fun, yeah. Um, so let's go back into like, because we only got like seven minutes left. So mm-hmm. Let's go back to the actual plot of the movie. Mm-hmm. And the reason why it's so hard to talk about the plot of this movie is because mm-hmm. there barely is one. And it really doesn't matter. And it really either. doesn't. Yeah. Nothing fucking matters in yeah. this movie. Uh, so they go, uh, Big Lebowski gives the money. Mm-hmm. They drop the ringer with the, the whites. Yep. Uh, Uzi, whatever happens. Yes. And then uh, the dude's freaking out about it. Because he, they're gonna kill Bonnie. Yeah. They realize it's fake. At some point in the movie, the dude realizes that Bonnie uh, kidnapped herself. Like he's actually convinced now that Bonnie kidnapped herself. Mm-hmm. And but the Germans are still coming after him, and that's when Jack Torrance uh, stops coming after him too. Mm-hmm. So like at that point, he's just kind of resigned to the whole thing. Germans still coming at him. He realizes, oh shit, this was a ruse by the Big Lebowski because he didn't want the wife mm-hmm. and he just wanted to keep the money because he's broke because yep. he learned that from Mod mm-hmm. and the Germans are still in the picture somehow. <laughs> yeah. And so he goes, he confronts the Lebowski, which leads to like the most awkward, funny scene of the whole movie. Which one? Which Walter is like, he goes with the dude to the Big Lebowski house. Yes. And <laughs> they're in the mansion and Walter's getting rubbed up again. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this guy, I know spinals. This guy's not a spinal. <laughs> Look at Walter just act like he knows everything. <laughs> Fucking throws him off the weird and he just lays there crying. Yeah. Just like, come on, man. Just let me get him in the chair. Fucking gold bricker. I'm a gold brick man. <laughs> so they go, they realize that he, like what he was doing was mm. just a fraud to yeah. get rid of Bonnie and get rid of the, and get the money. But yeah. Bonnie comes back and he's like, oh, we're washing palm trains, whatever. Fuck you. You took the money. I have my story. I have mine. Mm. They said, well, whatever. Let's go bowling. Yeah. <laughs> They go bowling, and then the Germans come in. And I was like, where's the money, Lebowski? We will fuck you. Yeah. And she was like, you don't even have the girl. You never had the girl. Like, get the fuck out of here. Oh, we still want the money. (laughs) What? We still want the money, though. Like, what the fuck? Get the fuck out of here. So that ends with, like, a confrontation, because Walter, obviously, was like, well, we just take whatever money you have on you. And it was, Mm. like, 20 bucks in total. Yeah. And Walter was like, no, come and take it. Mm. So they have a huge fight in the parking lot of a bowling alley. Mm. No one calls the cops. Dude has a gun. One dude has a sword, which didn't he didn't use. Mm. He, like, charged with the sword and then dropped it like an asshole. Yeah. And that whole thing happened. And Donnie dies. Yeah. Because of a heart attack? Fucking poor Donnie. <laughs> he dies of a heart attack. A heart attack. On a showdown with German nihilist. Mm-hmm. I mean, of all people that would have to die from a heart attack, it would have to be Donnie. Like, he keeps being put in just, like, shit situations <laughs> to where he thinks things are just on one level, and then all of a sudden, it's like, just no. Just jumps like, like at 15. Oh, oh, we're just going, I'm just riding with my friends over to a friend's house, so I'm going to sit in the car. Oh, somebody's breaking out the back window with a crowbar. <laughs> you know? Oh, I'm just going to say we should go to this end of, oh, shut the fuck up. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, it's just like, things just continue to just happen into him. I am the walrus. <laughs> Donnie, shut the <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> no, it's, it's the, the walrus. <laughs> like that John Lennon thing that he said. You know, the walrus. <laughs> L-E-N-I, Vladimir Lenin, Donnie. You're out of your fucking element. What are you even talking about? <laughs> yeah. the, the whole movie, like, this is why I love the Coen brothers, mm. uh, because they can make movies out of like really small mm. people. Mm-hmm. And it feels really big. When it's happening, it feels really big. Yeah. But when you look back at it, none of the characters really change. Walter's still Walter. Mm-hmm. The dude's still going to be the dude after this all ended. Yep. And they're going to be friends. Just Donnie's not going to be around anymore. That's mm-hmm. like really the big change. Yeah. And maybe the dude got a new rug. That's and maybe that's going to happen. He may be a father as well. He may be a father as well. Yeah. And and then like they book in the movie with the first narration, mm. which is like, what's the dude with the mustache? I forgot his name. Is it Sam Rockwell? Oh. No, that's not Sam Rockwell. I don't know the guy's name, though. The old guy with the beard and the cowboy yeah. hat. Yeah, yeah. I know his name is Sam something. Sure. Um, but that guy starts a narration, mm-hmm. and he meets Lebowski Gopal through the film. And I just like that they started with The like, Stranger. Stranger, Just yeah. The Stranger, yeah. Sometimes a hero's just a hero, whether mm-hmm. you want or not, or some shit like that. And they book in with like a nice parting dude about, a uh, parting little bit about the dude, mm-hmm. right after his iconic, the dude abides, man. Yeah. Uh, and it just it like just structurally, it's a solid movie. All the punchlines hit, all the the framing hits, tells you what you need to know. Mm-hmm. All the writing is solid, and all the performances are fucking fantastic. Oh, definitely. I love. I uh, this is like my favorite comedy. I think it's like between my top. It's in my top three favorite comedies. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, this this is my favorite. Um. Yeah, this is my favorite uh, Coen Brothers comedy. Okay. Definitely so. Um, Fargo, I guess, will go up there kind of close as a dark comedy type of thing. Right. But yeah, the Big Lebowski—that is my by far. I know it's my favorite. Yeah, uh, yep. comedy from them. Um, but yeah, the characters. I think this is one of my favorite Julianne Moore movies. 
Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore. She's uh she was in Children of Men. She was in um Don John. She was in she was in a number of things, but yeah, Julianne Moore. She was a redhead. She's like fifty six years old now, yep. but she's the original redhead that's <laughs> that's freaking hot. You know, Julianne she Moore. She was pretty good in this movie. Yeah, she uh, she played Maude in this, and um, like I said, I don't know when was, this is ninety eight. So this is like almost twenty years ago now. Yep. So yeah, uh, Julianne Moore at thirty six smoking hot guys and gals yep check that uh steve buscemi buscemi i mean it's buscemi you love fucking buscemi. steve buscemi like i don't think you can get a bad performance out of steve buscemi mm-hmm. philip seymour hoffman you rarely got to see him you know he's uh, rest in peace philip seymour mm-hmm. hoffman he's one of the better actors of our generations for our concern but um he did a super good job john totoro we didn't even talk about him the jesus yep. <laughs> he was in there the bowling nobody fucks with the jesus he's rolling his little ball yeah and uh and finally tara reed tara reed um she was known as a super attractive blonde back in the uh, early 2000s she bonnie i reckon yeah she a uh, bunny a bonnie whatever Mm-hmm. Yeah, she plays her. So you don't really get to see her much, and thankfully so. Um, the only <laughs> thing you'll know her from now is the Sharknado movies. She's oh, a really? star of that. That makes sense. But yeah, um, great movie. I'd super recommend it. What would you give it out of 100? I would give it a, out of 100, I would give it a solid 95. I'm inclined to agree. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Good. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, all right. Solid. <laughs> good talk. Uh, we're going to cut and we're going to go to the movie premieres and television premieres. Yeah. yeah. And welcome back to television and movie premieres. Uh, Chris, this is your bit. All right. So we got Tuesday, January the 31st through Monday, February the 6th in television premieres. Uh, first thing looks like a Bill Burr, Walk Your Way Out. Nice. It's going to be a comedy special on Netflix on Tuesday. Nice. Bill Burr is freaking funny. Bill Burr is hilarious. Oh, I fucking yeah. love him. He, he has my favorite joke of, um, of he has my, my favorite joke is from him. Mm. It's like, I like my beer like how I like my. Um, my abuse yeah. domestic yeah that was from his uh his last stand special yeah. netflix that was really good such a bullshit joke but god damn it, it's funny yeah it's like it's i guess we can kind of credit him for it it's like one of those things like he yeah. says that he stole the joke in right. the joke but it's like we've only heard it from him yeah. so it's we, his we bit to, it's yeah. his bit yeah it's not his joke it's his bit yeah 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 <laughs> definitely so yeah so i mean yeah bill burr walk your way out it's a comedy on netflix on tuesday january 31st check it out bill nice. burr is awesome guys yeah um, next thing is going to be the Super Bowl greatest commercials. Wait, did you say 21st or 31st? 31st. Okay. January 31st. Uh, Tuesday, January 31st, as Bill Burr walk your way out. Um, the same day is going to be Super Bowl's greatest commercials. <laughs> those are actually kind of funny. Yeah, it's like you're yeah. not super into sports, but I think you get into those the commercials. Super Bowl commercials. Yeah. I think Dorito was my favorite one in the, like two years ago. Which one was that? That was the like super hot lady with the the cans. No, I think I think it was the guy that tried to recreate the Dorito formula mm. and like kept fucking up for some reason. Mm. And so I haven't seen it in a long time, but I think Dorito won my favorite commercial spot. Uh, my favorite was the uh, Budweiser, and I also hate this now because yeah. I, I can't listen to this now. There was um late nineties, early two thousands. Uh, one of them was with frogs, and they had the frogs, but wise, like like that, yeah. And um, the one directly after that, the was that? <laughs> I remember that. Was that? <laughs> like, that was Budweiser. Uh, maybe it was Budweiser. I don't remember. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> that was after a uh, fucking scream had come out, right? Yeah, yeah, someone, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I, enjoy, I enjoyed those commercials earlier on, but now I hate myself for liking something like that back yeah. then, but. I understand that self-loathing. Yeah. I feel that way about the uh, fucking Starburst commercials. Yeah. <laughs> what Starburst commercials? The contradiction ones. Uh, what, what do you... What, you haven't huh? seen them? No. Starburst has this thing where they, they had like a like a Scottish Asian dude mm-hmm. going around telling people, like giving people Starburst, mm-hmm. and he went like, solid but juicy. Hmm. Just like a contradiction. And it's just like, what the fuck? It's... This is a stupid commercial, but it hmm. always made me fucking laugh. Huh. <laughs> it's an old commercial. It's like a running commercial. It's like no. three. It's like three years. Oh. Like it was a campaign for like three years. Okay. They still have the slogan, but they do it differently now. But they had like a like a like a, a nation like an old Asian dude. Yeah. With bagpipes and a kilt, and like Scottish outfit. Yeah. Uh, giving people starburst. Nice. And I was like, it's really dumb. It does. It shouldn't be funny, but it's fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> so like right it. now, whenever someone contradicts himself, I call them a starburst. Nice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Solid, but juicy. <laughs> but yeah, Super Bowl greatest commercials uh, 2017 is going to be a special on CBS at 8 p.m. on Tuesday, January the 31st. So we can check that out, see what they got nice. available. Um, nothing 
of note uh, coming out the next day, Wednesday, February 1st. Uh, next is going to be Thursday, February the 2nd. There's a show called Powerless. Powerless. Uh, it's a comedy on uh, NBC at 8.30 p.m. Uh, rundown for it, it says, yes, is yet another DC comic series, but unlike the other superhero shows clocking the network, this one is a sitcom. Vanessa Hudgens stars as an insurance adjuster who helps protect people against the un... <laughs> Yeah. All right. Yeah, I see that. I saw the trailer. It snuck up on me somehow, but I saw it. Yeah. Uh, she protects people against the unintended damage caused by crime-fighting superheroes, <laughs> mostly on the on the fringe variety. Uh, let's see here. The workplace comedy also stars Danny Pudi and Christina Kirk. Okay. I don't know who Christina Kirk is, but I I, I didn't know I didn't know Vanessa Hudgens was going to be on Tally again. Nice. I li- I've liked her since her Disney days. Who? She's. Oh, I know her she was from Victoria Justice. No, is that her? No, I don't know. I'm not going to know any of her work, I don't think. Uh, she Was she like dating Justin Bieber or something? Fuck if I know. Cause I, I, I know her, yeah. The name her. sounds familiar. Like, what has what she done of note? Like, um, She's, I've I seen her a lot on social media, like modeling makeup and outfits, but that's about it. Like, if your dad walked in the room, you said Vanessa Hudgens, and then you're like, how would I know her? I don't think you would. Okay, there yeah. we go then. Cause I, okay, all yeah. right, so I'll wait. I know I would know her because I watched Disney Channel when I was a kid, and she was like... And, she was she was in the generation of my Disney Channel shows. She was oh. like in Victoria Justice, or she was after Hannah Montana. She came after Hannah Montana. At okay. Some point, yeah. Also, oh, she'll be like, um, she might be like on the road, like how Miley Cyrus. She was that generation before, I guess, mm-hmm. doing Nickelodeon or Disney, and now she's to the level to where like super mm-hmm. adults know she is. Mm-hmm. But she's been she's been out of uh, Disney Channel for a long time. Okay. Uh, so she's I think she's like twenty eight or twenty nine. I think yeah. maybe. Okay. Uh, so she's been out for a long time, but that's what she did for for a while. Vanessa Hudgens. Yeah, she was pretty great. I liked her a lot. Oh, yeah. She also did music. She, Vanessa Hudgens, was she the one on the, her, did her, her father passed away? I think that's the person I'm thinking about. Her, her dad died on the same night that she was going to be in the, the Grease Live. She was performing Grease Live. I think so. I'm, I'm going to look it up before yeah. we, uh, at the, by the end, but I think that's who that is. Anyway, that's Powerless. That's Thursday, February the 2nd. Uh, next thing is going to be the same day, uh, training day. Uh, the television show it's going to be a drama at 10 p.m uh set 15 years later this reboot of antoine fuqua's 2001 movie of the same name will be part uh criminal procedural part serialized story uh making his uh broadcast debut as a regular bill paxton will play the seasoned but morally ambitious uh police officer here in training day so that's been a sergeant uh, see, see if she was, see if she was in, um, in, put in, put in Vanessa Hudgens' dad death or something like that. This is riveting content. Yeah. <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens, like, cause I, that's the only thing. I, yeah, yeah, there we yep. go. Yep. That's, that's, the, that's what I would know her from. Okay. They, um, like there was a story that some, um, like a teen, the former teen star or whatever was about to be in Greece live and I fucking love Greece and I was going <laughs> to watch it and it was like, yeah. Um, and my girlfriend was like, no, that girl, her dad just died today Jesus and Christ. she's performing this live. So I was, it was like very compelling, like television mm-hmm. to watch somebody perform so well, no knowing like for a fact what yeah. they're dealing with you know like not what you're so saying she, you're dealing did she with know before the no performance? she definitely did no, she definitely no. did yeah so i was like whoa so yeah yeah vanessa hudgens big ups to you like i'll support anything you're doing yeah. like she, she's, she's pretty great she yeah she's freaking awesome hell yeah uh let's see next thing is going to be a saturday february the first killing bigfoot I'm done. Killing Bigfoot. No, no. You remember they had to hunt Bigfoot before? Yeah. They had to track down wait, Bigfoot. Wait, wait, wait. Did they find the goddamn evidence for Bigfoot? Like 20 episodes ago, uh-huh. we said they were finding Bigfoot. They said they were going to find him. Wait, conclusory evidence. Yes. You're fucking lying. <laughs> uh-huh. You're fucking lying to me. The audience? I don't think Not the lying. audience. This is for you. The scar- who's, who's, who's doing that? Uh, reality TV. Oh, fuck D- you, reality D-D-A, TV. D-A, uh, I don't know what channel DA is. Maybe Discovery or something. Fuck you. I don't know. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah. But yeah. first they decided like, oh, oh, maybe Bigfoot is a thing. Mm. Now we're finding him. Mm. Now we're killing. Who the fuck? Why would you want to kill Bigfoot? Mm. Even if he was real. Yeah. You know, like. I, you don't know how much damage Shaquille O'Neal has actually done. You don't know. <laughs> that was a recall, guys. Still got the laugh. Third time's a charm, guys. All right. That was the only reason I even circled Killing Bigfoot for, for that Bigfoot. Shaquille O'Neal joke. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason I even circled that. Um, <laughs> so the golf clap. 
Yeah, the next thing is going to be the Super Bowl. Mm. You're goddamn right, the Super Bowl. You're goddamn right. I, now let me let me let me lay some sh- some stuff down here. Yeah, right. I have no I have no knowledge of this at all. Now mm. now last year this time we were, we were recording podcasts last year this time because yeah. the uh, the Panthers are going to the Super Bowl. Right. And I don't I don't like the Panthers. I'm not a fan <laughs> of the Panthers. Don't mess with the Panthers. And and I've I've given my whole story about that. Not going to go through that again. But it is difficult to live in a state where I'm a Atlanta Falcons fan and I'm surrounded by. Carolina Panthers fans. <laughs> so any restaurant I go in, they got the Carolina Panthers stuff. Any mall or store is Carolina Panthers. You know, anybody want to talk about football, they want to talk about the Panthers. And I'm trying to tell you guys that they suck. They don't want to hear that. <laughs> they don't want to help me root for an actual good team. Well, guess what, guys? Atlanta Falcons are in the Super Bowl. Oh, really? They we are. are in the flipping Super Bowl. Uh, are the Panthers in the Super Bowl? Hell, you know where the Panthers are? Yeah. They're at home. <laughs> They're fucking home where they should be. <laughs> now, 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 here, now, here's the thing. Um, it's, it's, it is a rivalry between the two. The Carolina yeah. Panthers and Atlanta, you know, they're so close to each other, mm-hmm. and they're in the same division. Now, last year, there's a quarterback here for the Panthers named Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. Cam Newton won the MVP last year and had a really good season, and the Panthers went to the Super Bowl and lost right. to, to the Patriots. I remember that. Yes, and lost to the Patriots, Tom Brady. Now, this year, the Atlanta Falcons. Was that the scandal about the, the balls being underinflated? Uh, earlier in the season, it was, oh, but yeah. not for the Super Bowl game. But, yeah, Tom Brady, yeah, definitely. Okay. But um, so so this season we're having like a, a kind of a complimentary season to to the Panthers from last year. We're having a really good season. Matt Ryan's going to win the MVP, and we're going to the Super Bowl to play against the Patriots. So you might lose. <laughs> no, that's not that's not what I'm saying. That is not what I'm saying at all. Statistically, <laughs> no. There's no stat saying we we no no no. Tom not, Br- not not statistically. No. You drew a parallel. There was, and I was parallel. going through the parallel. Nope. nope not gonna. <laughs> nope. Not gonna have that. So, but but if but if if and only if if that if that parallel does come to fruition, mm-hmm. then it's like all of my shit talking is just null and void. Like right. my team hasn't done anything more than the Carolina Panthers. Right. You know. But you, if they win. But if they win, <laughs> oh my goodness. Is I'm gonna be raining down shit talk for a very long time, <laughs> for a very you long time. You know what? I I hope I hope they win. I do too. Just so I can hear you give shit to people. You know, I wouldn't. Like, I, I only reason I want to give the shit is because I've been getting shit. You know, because <laughs> I, I li- living here and when the Panthers got good last year, it was. Well, why don't you go for your home team? You live in Charlotte. Why don't you just be a fan of your home team? You can't support the home team. But like, shut the fuck up. No, I support what I want to support. I support the Atlanta Falcons. That's what I support. I'm not I'm not a flip-flopper bandwagoner that's just going to jump on a different team because they're doing well. I supported my team last year when we won four fucking football games. No. We won four games, and that was my team. I'm like, no, this year we're going to the Super Bowl, so everybody go suck a dick. <laughs> the fucking Atlanta Falcons are in the Super Bowl this year. So... Uh, that'll be the uh, Super Bowl coverage on uh, Sunday, February the 5th. It'll be a live sports <laughs> event on Fox. Uh, again, that'll be on Fox at 3.30 p.m. So uh, be sure to check that out. I, I really hope they win. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, it's just a game. It's just a game. Yeah, you know, it's just it's, a game. It doesn't matter too it's much. Game, it's just fuck a game. You. But fuck you. But a goddamn right, they better fucking win. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure, Atlanta no Falcons. That's it. That's it for uh, for television. <laughs> Uh, next thing in movies, it looks like a short week. Uh, the first thing is, I am not your Negro. I guess that's a weird way that to read something like that, right? Caught me off guard. Yeah, that, that's Jesus. a weird way to read that. Yeah, I, am I am not, not your, your Negro. Negro. Sounds yeah. like a romantic sitcom. Like, not like a romantic, like a rom-com sitcom. Yeah. It's just like the dude shows up on screen and says something. The girl says something catchy. I'm, I'm going to, let's play a game here. Yeah. Who is the star to this movie? Hold on. I am not your Negro. Who is the star of this movie? That sounds... Say it again. One more time. I am not your Negro. God damn it. I'm, I'm thinking either... It's not going to be Will. Uh, thinking one of the Chris's, one of the... I'm thinking Martin Lawrence or one of the Chris's. You know, I should I should just... Oh, hold on, let, let me do it one more time. Yeah. I am not your Negro, motherfucker. Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Samuel L. Jackson's Kellen card. <laughs> this is a PG-13 movie starring Samuel L. Jackson. I am not your Negro. That was not a joke at all. That was serious. That is, is actually Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> uh, 
I, oh, that got me. I, I am not your Negro. It's rated PG 13, a 95 minute runtime documentary. The meta score is 97 out of 100. Nice. A writer, James Baldwin, tells his story of race in modern America with his unfinished novel, Remember This House. Uh, director Raul Peck and star Samuel L. Jackson. Nice. Hell yeah. That sounds like a solid film. Like 97? 97 out of 100. Damn. Documentary. Yeah. Uh, next thing is going to be Journey to the West, The Demon Strike Back. This is a PG-13 movie. It is listed as an adventure comedy fantasy. Uh, stars. Oh, okay. <laughs> can you, you read that? Any the, the names in the can, uh, Journey to the West? Be'er Bao, Manka Batir, Kenny Lin, and John Lin. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Mank. Uh, I don't know about the the first two, but I'm guessing Be'er Bao. And Mankey Batir. Thank you. That's what I'm guessing. Because, yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a foreign film, yes. obviously. Yeah. Um, it's this PG-13. It's listed as an adventure comedy fantasy. Uh, looks like they put a lot of work into it. The visual, as far as the poster board, looks cool. So, nice. there's that. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next thing is going to be Rings. You remember um, they had the, oh, yeah, the, 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 the sequel to Lord of the movie. Rings? Oh, oh. That's, a, that's not the not sequel to the Lord of the Rings? Uh, no. That's a different movie? No. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a different movie. I'm pretty sure the, the sequel to Lord of the Rings was uh, was called the, um, what was it called? The Fellowship of the Ring? That was the first one. Two Towers. Uh, Two Towers. What, what, what was the, 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 the last one, though? The last Lord of the Rings, then it's Rings. Right? No? No. All right. <laughs> 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 every completely like, different movie every huh? person that was like super into the lord of the rings just but, collectively went like oh <laughs> lord of the rings and the ring are not the same no, movie. not the same it's thing. not the same thing no. it'd be fun to see the the, the one true ring show yes. up in the ring movie yes that would be interesting oh wow yeah she was like the girl comes in wearing the ring fucks yeah. her shit up Frodo comes in and screams at you. <laughs> but it's a, uh, it's rings. It's um, it's a PG thirteen movie. It's a one hundred and two minute runtime. PG thirteen. So that was was the original restricted. The original, yeah, the original yeah. was. This right here is PG thirteen, hundred two minute runtime. It's a drama horror. A uh, a young woman finds herself on the receiving end of a terrifying curse that threatens to take her life in seven days. Um, you know what? I, I I get why they make PG thirteen horror movies because mm. the demographic that go see them usually is over thirteen, yep. but under eighteen. Yep. Um. So I get it. Yeah. But uh, fuck that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> no. they, they're gonna get all the high schoolers ever mm-hmm. to go see this. Uh, middle school to high school, you can go see that. Like, but, um, th- I think horror should be unless you're like playing with like psychological horror, yes, suspense thrillers yeah. stuff like that. But yeah, otherwise, it should be it should be restricted, especially movies like The Ring because they they kind yes. of rely a little bit on gore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll check it out. I'm a, I'm a fan of the first movie. Yeah. Uh, so I'll, I'll, I think I'll go check it out just for the sake of that. I like the first movie. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen the Japanese version. The Japanese version. The, 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 yeah. the Ringuru. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen that. I've seen the Grudge. The Japanese Grudge was good as shit too. I haven't seen that either. Uh, the last one sees uh the space between us. It's a PG thirteen. Oh yeah. I, I I talked about this movie a long long time ago because I saw the trailers. Hmm. Yeah. It's a uh, it's PG thirteen. One hundred and twenty one minute runtime. It's an adventure drama romance sci fi movie. Uh, the first human born on Mars travels to Earth for the first time, experiencing the wonders of the planet through fresh eyes. He embarks on an adventure with a street smart girl who discovers how he came to be. Yep. Uh, starting uh, Britt Brit Robertson, Asa Butterfield, Janet Montgomery, and director Peter Chosom. Peter Chosom. I don't know who he, I don't know who any of those people are. It looks like must them. be all new up and coming. It looks it looks like a, like that's something I, w- I would check out. It's a it, it's a really interesting premise. It's a it's definitely a romance movie. Mm-hmm. I think above all, at least the trailers pitch it like a romance. Mm-hmm. But it's like the kid that was born in Mars yeah. falls in love with a girl from Earth, and it's like the whole journey of like, well, if he he goes to Earth, but he finds out that because he was born on Mars, yeah, Mars, his Marth. body mm-hmm. is yeah, <laughs> his body isn't accustomed to Earth's atmosphere mm-hmm. and gravity. Yeah, so he starts dying while he's on Earth. He has to go back to Mars, and it's like this whole like, hmm. well, who comes with? What do we sacrifice for each other? What's happening? Yeah. And like the the whole subplot that comes with their parents caring, whatever, all that shit. It looks like a really fun movie. I think uh, Carrie Oldman might be in it. Uh, Commissioner Gordon. Oh, yeah, hmm. I think he might be in that. Okay, I, I saw his face. I think nice. Um, but I, I I talked about this movie a while ago, and I, it sounded interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. I'll make sure it out. But yeah, that's all for the movies. Cool. Uh, I don't really have any last words. I think we got everything I wanted to say. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think it was a successful uh, first video podcast. That's, fuck, that's right. There's cameras yeah. here. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you are a ham. A complete ham. <laughs> uh, th- th- thank you guys for, for watching. Uh, I mean, we really appreciate it. Uh, we'll just do the rundown. We're still going to do our audio thing. Yeah. So we're going to release on, on Twitcher, Twitcher, Stitcher, yeah. uh, Twitter, uh, Google Play Music app, iTunes podcast app, and SoundCloud. We're still going to do those. Yes. Um, but now we're going to be on YouTube releasing the video podcast uh, same day, same time that the that the audio podcast rem- uh, releases. Yes. Uh, it's just going to be on video now. Oh, yeah. That's about it. And maybe there might be some differences between the audio and video in mm. terms of editing, but other than that, yeah, it's the same content that you know you want to enjoy. Yeah, yeah. So I, w- I want to do a real quick apologia. Uh, last week, um, last week I said that Steve Martin was in the uh, Life Aquatic with Steve Zizou. Mm-hmm. It's Bill Murray. <laughs> it's not Steve Martin. It's Bill Murray. I mean, I can see how you can mix those up. I mean, I, got, I think the Steve name is like fuck me. Up. I was like, oh, Steve Martin. And it's like I was listening back to last week's episode, and I was like, holy shit, I sound like an idiot that thinks that Steve Martin is in this movie, and he's not. Let me go correct that. So, so the three, yeah, the, so the three people that have actually seen the Steve Zizu movie <laughs> and know who they familiar, now know. Yeah, now you know. Uh, uh, that's it. Another thing I want to give: we don't have a shout out segment. We do not shout have a out. shout out segment. Shout out. But shout uh, out. Robert Tiano gave us a shout out uh, in his Empire uh, Geeks Back podcast. Oh, nice! At the end of it, so thank you, Rob, for the shout out. Uh, people have been commenting on stuff and stuff and tweeting at us, and it's been a great time. So I don't know. Thanks, thank you guys for talking to us. It's been great. And with that being said, that's the end of the episode. So thank you for watching, listening. That is the first time that I can say thank you for watching the same stupid joke on my car. Yeah, I mean it, man. So yep. Uh, see you guys next episode.